Welcome to the Live Life Unapologetically podcast, a place that isn't about chatting into the void, but rather sparking real change in your life. Get ready to enter the realm where positive thinking meets intentional action. From conquering self-doubt to cozying up with authenticity and achieving success with intention. This podcast is your go-to source for mind-bending exploration. Whether you're navigating the maze of self-discovery, high-fiving purpose, or just trying to figure out what wellness really means, you're in the right place. Every episode is a passport stamp on your journey to living life unapologetically. Because why settle for the ordinary when you were born to be extraordinary? Step into your power and reclaim balance amidst life's chaos to unravel the art of unlocking your potential. Hey there, beautiful souls, and welcome back to another empowering episode of the Live Life Unapologetically podcast. I'm your host, Shannon Kay, your guide on this journey to living life unapologetically. Get ready to empower yourself like never before, because today we're talking about the balancing act, mastering the art of harmony in a hectic world. In a world brimming with stress, burnout, and overwhelming expectations, it's easy to fall into the trap of modern-day survival mode. You may yearn for change, eager to manifest the life you desire, yet often find yourself caught in the relentless pursuit of your obligations. It's like trying to build a magnificent structure without a solid foundation. So how do you shift your mindset and break free from this cycle of inconsistency? Well, babe, that's exactly what we're going to dive into today. So grab your favorite drink, cozy up, and let's embark on this liberating journey together. If you want to show some love and support the podcast, you can send me a virtual cup of coffee at livelifeunapologetically.com forward slash coffee or use the link in the show description. Now let's get started. In the intricate dance between our aspirations and the hustle of daily life, we often find ourselves overwhelmed by the weight of our already full plates. It's a delicate balance act of where we juggle work and family, personal goals, and social commitments, all while striving for that elusive sense of fulfillment. It's a familiar scenario for many. The irony lies in the eagerness to change, to unlock the potential you know is just dying to burst out, while still clinging on to every responsibility and commitment that fills your days. It's like trying to pour water into a cup that's already overflowing, a futile attempt at adding more without addressing what's already there. The first and fundamental step to unlocking your potential is to recognize the necessity of letting go. Before you can invite in new experiences, opportunities, and mindsets into your life, you must release the grip on things that no longer serve you. It's not about abandoning responsibilities, but about discerning what truly aligns with your purpose and what can be gracefully set aside. The clutter on your plate not only prevents you from taking on new challenges, but also hinders your ability to fully savor the present. The act of letting go is not a sign of weakness. Rather, it's a powerful declaration that you are ready for a transformative shift. Why is it so crucial to balance life before attempting to add to it? Consider this. A structure is only as stable as its foundation. In the same way, your journey towards unlocking your potential requires a solid foundation of balance. Without it, the pursuit of new goals becomes a precarious endeavor, often leading to more burnout and frustration. Balancing life is not about spreading yourself thin, 
but about aligning your actions with your intentions and creating a harmonious rhythm that propels you towards your desired destination. So in this episode, we're going to explore the art of letting go and reclaiming balance, understanding why it's essential as the first step on the path to unlocking your true potential. With letting go and reclaiming balance, there's some barriers that get in our way. So let's dive into the first barrier that hinders your journey to unlocking your potential when it comes to overwhelming obligations. A schedule crammed with work commitments, family responsibilities, social engagements, and personal goals is a struggle for most everyday busy women. This was my struggle for the larger part of my adult life. This barrier arises when you find yourself entangled in a web of responsibilities, leaving little room for self-discovery and personal growth. The modern world often glorifies busyness, making it challenging to distinguish between essential tasks and those that merely contribute to the chaos. The result is a sense of overwhelm that stifles your ability to make intentional choices and have room to embrace the elevated growth you seek to manifest the life you desire. To overcome this barrier, you have to engage in mindful examination of your obligations. It's time to prioritize ruthlessly distinguishing between what is essential for your well-being and what can be delegated, deferred, or even discarded. This is not about neglecting responsibilities, but about reclaiming control over your schedule. By doing so, you create the necessary space to breathe and reflect and pave the way for transformative mind shifts. Now that we've identified the barrier of overwhelming obligations, let's dive deeper into the transformative practices of enlightenment, setting boundaries, and reclaiming control over your precious time. As you unravel the art of enlightenment, envision it as a skill of fine-tuning it into the symphony of your life, distinguishing crucial notes from background noise. Enlightenment involves a conscious evaluation of your obligations, recognizing the tasks that align with your values and contribute to your growth. It's about understanding that not every demand on your time is equally as important. But honing in on the art of enlightenment, you empower yourself to make intentional choices, ensuring that each commitment serves a purpose on your journey to unlocking your potential. I talk about this a lot, but I don't go a whole lot of places. I don't have a whole lot of events on my schedule because if it's not serving a purpose on my journey, I'm not doing it. And a purpose on my journey could be happiness or fulfillment. Don't get this mixed up or confused with, oh, the purpose has to be about achieving goals when it comes to career or financial aspirations. Like, no, it can be your joy, your peace, adventure, things like that. Is it serving a purpose on your holistic journey? So when I go places, when I put stuff on my calendars, I ensure that whatever commitment I make serves a purpose to my holistic journey of unlocking my potential in the world. Is it going to elevate me? I'm not just doing stuff to do it. Does that make sense? I hope that makes sense. All right, so let's go on to setting boundaries as the next brushstroke and crafting a life of balance because boundaries are not barriers. They are the fences that protect your time, your energy, and well-being. This involves articulating your needs and communicating them assertively. Setting boundaries might mean saying no when your plate is full or carving out sacred time for self-care without guilt. As you cultivate this skill, you create a space that fosters growth, allowing you to invest in activities that align with your aspirations. The intentional yes 
was an episode we did. So if you want to get more into saying no, go back and listen to the episode of The Intentional Yes. Reclaim control over your time is an act of liberating yourself from those overwhelming obligations. Time is a precious resource, and you as the architect of your schedule can be more intentional with your time. It allows you to allocate time by creating pockets for self-reflection, learning, and moments of joy. By taking charge of your schedule, you shift from reactive to proactive, steering your life towards the direction in which you desire. It's time to confront the second most common barrier on your journey to unlocking your potential through balance, and that's the fear of self-care. You may grapple with this misconception that self-care is a luxury you can't afford. And I don't just mean financially, baby. The fear of self-care emerges from a deeply ingrained belief that prioritizing one's well-being is selfish or indulgent. It's a barrier woven into societal narratives, whispering that constant productivity is the only way to measure your worth. And we know around here, we are inherently worthy. There is nothing that we do to be worthy. We just are. But the truth is, that is how society sees worth. Just be productive. Just be a workhorse. No. The truth is that self-care is not frivolous. It's a profound investment in your mental, emotional, and physical resilience. To truly overcome the fear of self-care requires a profound mindset shift. One that challenges that deeply ingrained belief that prioritizing oneself is inherently selfish or indulgent. Embracing self-care without guilt involves recognizing that your well-being is not a luxury, but it's a fundamental necessity for navigating life's challenges with resiliency and authenticity. Start by acknowledging that you are deserving of care and attention. In today's world, it may be easy to find yourself caught in a cycle of perpetually giving, whether it's to work or family or other commitments. The mindset shift here is to understand that by neglecting self-care, you compromise your ability to show up fully for others. It's akin to the metaphor of putting on your oxygen mask first before assisting others when you're on a plane. You can't effectively support others if you're depleted. I went through this for a large chunk of my life. Once we get through the barriers and the coaching, I'm going to give you a, an example of how all this works because I'm hoping right now you're not overwhelmed, adding to your already overwhelmed, like where do I even begin with balance? Oh my gosh, I'm going to give you a really good example of this, but you have to care for yourself and add in self-care. But remember, we can't add in stuff unless we let other stuff go, right? So we got to let some stuff go so we can add some stuff in. Let's add in that self-care. Let's think about as I'm letting stuff go, I'm going to add in caring for myself because it's no good for me to be depleted. You're no good to anybody, yourself or anybody else if you're depleted. And that's shifting the narrative from viewing self-care as an indulgence to understanding it as a vital investment in your overall well-being. Recognize that taking moments for yourself, whether it's a few minutes of deep breathing, a short walk, or engaging in a hobby you love, is not a deviation from responsibility, but a proactive step towards maintaining balance. This shift involves letting go of the guilt associated with putting yourself first and embracing the truth that self-care is not a selfish act. It's a profound act of self-love. Reframe self-care as a non-negotiable part of your daily routine, just like any other task on your to-do list. By incorporating self-care into your daily life, you create 
a sustainable and nurturing foundation for unlocking your potential and reclaiming your balance. This mindset shift is about recognizing that your worth is not solely tied to your productivity. It's rooted in your holistic well-being. And finally, let's confront the third most common barrier on your journey to unlocking your potential with the act of finding balance, and that's the fear of embracing change. This barrier often manifests as resistance to stepping outside of your comfort zone, fearing the unknown and what may come with it. You may find yourself hesitant to embrace change due to the uncertainty it brings. The fear of change is deeply rooted in the instinctual desire for predictability and stability. It's a protective mechanism that urges you to cling to the familiar, even if it no longer serves your growth. This barrier manifests as a reluctance to let go of old patterns, habits, or even relationships that may be hindering your transformative aspirations. The irony is that true growth often resides on the other side of change. To overcome the barrier, you must first acknowledge that change is an inevitable and essential part of personal development. It's not about discarding everything in your life, but about discerning what needs to evolve for you to reach higher levels of fulfillment. So let's dive into the mindset shift here. Embracing change involves cultivating a mindset that views uncertainty as an opportunity rather than a threat. Reframe the narrative from fear to curiosity, understanding that each change, no matter how small, carries the potential for positive transformation. Acknowledge that change is not synonymous with chaos. It's a powerful force that propels you towards a life aligned with your authentic desires. Actionable steps come into play as you actively engage with change. Whether setting small, manageable goals, breaking down larger aspirations into achievable milestones, by approaching change incrementally, the fear associated with the unknown diminishes, making the transformative journey more accessible. It's about creating a roadmap for change that combines intention with gradual progress ensuring that each step is purposeful and aligned with your vision for unlocking your potential. We've delved into the barriers of overwhelming obligations, the fear of self-care, and the resistance to embracing change. It's time to empower you with a tangible affirmation and a weekly action step that will set you on the path to unlocking your potential. That's right, it's time for your one-on-one coaching session happening right here, right now. Here's your affirmation for the next seven days. I am the architect of my time, and I embrace the power of intentional choices. My time is a precious resource, and I honor it by prioritizing what truly aligns with my authentic desires. And here comes the action to pair with your affirmation. This week, your action step is to identify one area of your life where you can set a clear boundary to reclaim time, which will invite balance. It might involve saying no to an additional commitment, delegating a task, or establishing a specific time for self-care. Reflect on the overwhelming obligations, the fear of self-care, and the resistance to change we've explored. Choose an action that aligns with your journey to unlocking your potential and reinforces the mindset shifts we've discussed. Remember, this action step is not about adding more to your plate but about making intentional choices that prioritize your well-being. You can start with a quick win, a small, impactful step towards creating time balance that's essential for your transformative journey. Embrace the affirmation throughout the week 
and let it guide your choices as you reclaim control over your time. And so now I'm going to really take all of this and kind of bring it together to you in a really practical way. So I used to work 70 hours a week. Guys, I'm not kidding. I was a mom of four kids at home working 70 hours a week and doing all the things. When I tell you I was tired, my life did not have balance. My sleep was messed up. Just everything was wacky, okay? It was just all out of whack because I was everywhere. And I wanted to take better care of myself. I did want to have more self-care and relaxing time and downtime. Like that was my ultimate goal. I wanted to embrace self-care. But where was the time for it? So I didn't just tell myself, well, Shannon, you're gonna, you know, spend 15 minutes a week doing journaling or meditation five days a day, uh, five minutes a day or whatever else. I didn't do that. I was like, okay, dude, you cannot add in daily self-care. My goal was really daily self-care. You cannot add that in without first addressing the problem of time, addressing the problem of balance. So I had to do some first things first stuff. So I was like, okay, what's the major issue here? The major issue is I'm working 70 hours a week, but I'm only getting paid for 40 and that's a problem. But the job that I had, they were like, no, you got to work all that time or you ain't going to get the job done. And I was like, hmm, what can I do here? I know for a fact, because the workload was just crazy. I know I can't go from working 70 hours to 30 hours, but what can I do? And so, and I was working seven days a week, you guys. So I called up a friend and I was like, look, what I'm gonna do is I'm just gonna stop working at six o'clock every day. At six o'clock, every single day, I'm gonna close my computer and I'm not gonna do anything else. Every day, I was still working seven days a week. It was just, I'm gonna stop at six o'clock. And so I started there. My friend would call me and be like, did you shut your computer? Because y'all, I know myself, like once I start working on something, I'm not gonna stop until it is done. So you have to also know yourself, right? Be aware of yourself. So I told her, I know me. And if I'm in the middle of a project, I'm not gonna stop at six if it's not done. So I need you to tell me, call me, text me, and really be on my ass like, girl, close that computer. One day she called and she's like, I hear you typing. I was like, yeah, but this is literally only five more minutes. She's like, no, you said six o'clock. So I guess it can be five minutes tomorrow. And she really got on me. And I was like, okay, cool. And I closed it. I got consistent with that, which guess what? Instead of working until the time I went to bed every night, I now have from six o'clock until the time I went to bed for other things. What? For self-care, which was my goal at the time, to embrace more self-care. So I had the time, but I had to come up with the goal, the first things first. So what your action step this week might be, I'm gonna stop working at six o'clock like me or whatever that is for you. When you're reclaiming your time, what are you gonna do to reclaim your time? All I did at first was just stop at six o'clock. I really didn't start any self-care things. I honestly just sat on my butt and watched TV which could be considered self-care. I was relaxing. So I just sat down and did nothing because I didn't understand what it was like to do nothing. So I just did nothing. And I started adding in other things to elevate my life. But I had to get in that routine of stopping at six. The cool thing about it is when you start this process, yes, you have a weekly action step. I want you to do one thing. Can you go seven days with that action? Because the first seven days to me are always the hardest. So can you just go seven days? I went seven days with stopping at six. Then it grew. It expanded to. I'm only working Tuesdays and Thursdays till six and I still have my Saturdays. So like I eliminated overworking on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday. Eventually it got to where I work Monday through Friday, no weekends, to doing only the work I was supposed to do during my work time. 
It was a process, but I started there. So start somewhere you're able to do it. Start somewhere that makes sense. Once again, it didn't make sense for me to be like, I'm tired of working all the time. I'm only going to work Monday through Friday when I'm supposed to. Because I had to come up with systems and things to work with that extremely unrealistic workload. I had to come up with systems for that. I had to come up with what was I okay letting slip? What was I okay letting stay? And that's why I say it's not about neglecting your obligations. It's about saying, I need to get this under control. And there were certain things that I didn't need to be doing all the time. It was ridiculous. It was not productive. By going through this, I was able to set boundaries. I was able to reclaim control and understand, let me do what's productive. Let me do what's effective when it comes to my work. Let me do what makes a difference. And then, you know, the other stuff, I'll get to it when I get to it, but I'm not going to stress about it. I'm not going to be constantly tied to a computer over it. And then that was a domino effect. Once I learned how to do that, I was able to do it with so many other things in my life. Like I said, I don't go everywhere. I was able to have an intentional yes, and I was able to say no to things that just didn't serve my life in a positive way. So it's a process with everything, but pick one area, one thing that you can do this week. Because if I can stop overworking, because I was addicted to overworking, it was an addiction. Find something that you can overcome. If I can do it, you can do it. What is that thing? If you're like, I don't even know, just send me a DM on Instagram at Coaching with Shannon K. And let's just chat about it. Let's brainstorm about it together if you're not sure where to start. Y'all know I'm here for you. So as we close our time together, remember that trying to add more to your life, even if it's positive, will fall flat if you don't first embrace balance. When shifting your mindset and working on manifesting a life you love, you have to have room to let the transformation come in. I had to make room for me to let in true self-care, right? I had to let something go, which was overworking, to let something in, which was positive self-care. When you want to overcome stress and burnout and overwhelm, plus invite in new potentials to radically change your life, then you have to embrace some foundational things like balance. I know balance ain't super woo-woo. I know it's not all mystical and all out there, but it's something that's foundational that allows you to invite, invite new stuff in so that you have the capacity to have those mystical moments of ascension to new heights when pursuing your passionate purpose. Balance not only gives you the capacity to receive, but the consistency to maintain your deepest desires. If you want to go deeper into letting go to let in, plus create a sanctuary for yourself to explore more advanced mindsets and manifesting concepts, then grab my book, Action Before Affirmations, to lay the groundwork to help you bridge the gap between the concrete and abstract realms of mindset shifting. Go to livelifeunapologetically.com forward slash action to get your copy today, or you can grab it in the show description. If you love today's episode, be sure to subscribe, rate, and share it with your fellow warriors. Let's create a ripple effect of liberation. Until next time, stay fierce, stay fabulous, and as always, live life unapologetically. Hey, warriors, before you go conquer the world, I got a little something special for you. If you're ready to kick things up a notch, you'll want to get your hands on the free roadmap, Thriving Beyond Limits, Four Secrets to Maximize Your Potential. These four secrets are so juicy that they're practically the VIP tickets to walking and inspired action every day. 
To grab your copy, head over to livelifeunapologetically.com forward slash roadmap, or you can find the link in the show description. Because let's face it, you're not here to play small. You're here to thrive beyond limits. Go ahead and get your free roadmap by going to livelifeunapologetically.com forward slash roadmap today. Today.